0: initially you're concerned for your own reputation you're you're concerned for your family and what in the world is you know there's shock to it um and then quickly it kind of your emotions change to some anger that somebody would do this and then just kind of sadness and disgust for people in the Holman community the minorities in the Holman community that have to have something like this pushed in their face and uh it's just it's it's really disgusting vile it's it's just shocking i'm
1: jen o'brien
0: and i'm bill fian
1: and this is another episode of fact check today's guests are two candidates running for the holman school board the election is scheduled for april 5th but things are already heating up in this race a postcard sized marketing piece which read keep holman schools white and christian and don't push negro curriculum on our white children has been circulating on social media. Chad Updike and Josh Newman, I bet when you made the decision to run for school board, you never envisioned this kind of underhanded attack on your character. Tell us about that.
2: Yeah, definitely not. We, Josh and I got involved in the school board just by attending meetings a couple of years ago um, in an effort to, to support our kids. And when we made the decision to do it, we definitely never thought that,
0: that something like this would happen.
1: What's your life been like over the last couple of days?
0: It pretty pretty wild. I mean, uh, something you don't expect, like Chad said, a range of emotions. At first, it was, uh, I felt nauseous, actually, Saturday. When I first saw it, I ran up to Festival Foods to see if there were actually flyers, talked to the manager right away to see if they had video um, surveillance of the parking lot. And initially, you're concerned for your own reputation, you're, you're concerned for your family and what in the world is, you know, there's shock to it. Um, and then quickly, it kind of, your emotions change to, some anger that somebody would do this and then just kind of sadness and disgust for people in the Holman community, the minorities in the Holman community that have to have something like this pushed in their face. And uh, it's just, it's it's really disgusting, vile. It's it's just shocking that, like Chad said, like, that we're even here discussing Defamation
1: this. of character is what Certainly it is. It takes yeah, a long definitely. time to
0: build a reputation and not real long to potentially tear it down. Fortunately, we've been in the community for a long time. Most people know who we are, what we stand for. It's pretty clear that it wasn't from us. Um, you know, so... We have that, certainly our past reputation's going for us, but unexpected, certainly.
3: How did you first learn about this flyer and what was the immediate reaction?
0: Yeah, I had um, a friend of mine texted me or Facebook messaged me um, a screenshot of it on Chad's campaign page. Um, Chad was out of town for business, coming back from a conference. I had just gotten back from a conference actually. And so we saw that, I saw it discussed, Went to look on my page, Chad deleted it from his. I looked on my page and it was the same thing was posted on my campaign page as a comment. Deleted it, blocked the user right away. Um, And then it was almost like a coordinated attack. Within 15 minutes, multiple users had posted it over and over again as we were deleting it. then somebody had had messaged me that it was on Twitter and it was on Reddit and it was on Instagram. And so real clear, it became something that we weren't going to be able to keep from people's eyes because the message was just so terrible. Um, So that's how we first heard about
3: it. Well, this this looks like a whisper campaign to me. I've been involved in a lot of state level races and this type of stuff goes on. And uh, it's really one of the darker, sadder signs of politics. But. You would just never expect that something like this would happen in a school board race. So I can understand how you'd be really hurt and upset by this. In doing some prep for the show, I, I read comments in the Lacrosse Tribune from the Holman police chief, Shane Collins. He said this incident is under investigation. And he said that the person who produced the flyer could be liable under Wisconsin election statutes. And one statute reads that no person may knowingly make or publish or cause to be made or published a false representation pertaining to a candidate or referendum, which is intended or tends to affect voting at an election. Uh, the, the article goes on, and La Crosse County DA Tim Grinke says that this is close to the line of political speech. People say a lot of things under the guise of satire or sarcasm, and we wouldn't charge it. So that's pretty confusing to me. It, is this under investigation?
2: Yeah, we've definitely been in communication with the Holman Police Department, and I don't think we're really able to give many details, but they're definitely investigating it. Um, and that that quote from, from Tim Granke is surprising, surprising to me. Um, I know in my household it hasn't been considered sarcasm or satire as we've had to have discussions with our eight and 10 year old children to explain what's going on and and try to help them understand that that evil does exist in the world.
0: And this is a prime example of that. You know, I've got kids in the Holman school district going to school, right? So just like Chad said, uh, you don't know who's going to see this, how they're going to perceive it, whether they're going to think it's real. And so I legitimately have potentially safety concerns for my own kids going to school in high school. Um, so to me, if something like this doesn't elevate to the point of being able to charge somebody, I don't know what would, this is, it's just, it's so hateful and dirty and, and disgusting, you know? So I'd be shocked if that were the
3: case. Have you talked to any legal counsel yet about this?
2: Yeah, we've consulted privately with some legal counsel. Um, they recommended that we let the, the police, uh, do the job first and then, um, take it from there. But from everything I've I've heard from at least the local Holman police, they're definitely investigating it. Um, so that's why it was such a surprise to read that, that quote from the DA.
3: You're a couple of average guys, you're career people, you're a chiropractor and a realtor, and you decide that you care enough about your kids that you're going to run for a school board to try and have an impact on their education and this happens to you, uh, I just think it's reprehensible. Is there anything else you want to say about how you feel about this situation?
2: Yeah, it's funny because when we decided to run for school board, neither Josh nor myself needed to add another thing to, <laughs> to our plates. We're on a number of boards and have kids and running after them in sports and businesses. And so when <laughs> when, this, when this happens... Um, it makes you initially. I think both of us questioned, man, what what did we get into? Mm-hmm. But the more we've sat back and thought about it, um, the more motivated we are that we're in the that we're doing the right thing at the right time. Because if these types of things um, continue to happen and we don't stop it now, um, it can go in the wrong direction. So we know we're doing the right thing, and we're just going to work even harder.
3: So the election is April fifth. How many people are running? How many seats are up for election?
0: There's four candidates running. Um, There's two seats up for election, so we didn't need to have a primary. Um, But there's two seats open uh, this year, so hoping that Chad and I will fill those two seats.
1: You know, the unfortunate, truly unfortunate part of the situation, aside from the smear campaign and how it's affecting you personally and your family, but now you're not talking about the issues and why you actually decided to run for school board. Tell us about that.
2: Yeah, that was, I mean when we've when we've seen what's happened over the last two years in the in the school district and obviously this isn't unique to the Holman school district but um, we' as we've seen kids not be able to be in school in person and some of the things that they've changed in schools and really the the motivator for us was just the fact that we didn't feel like parents were being, Listen to in the home and community that we didn't have a voice um, and that was really the main motivating factor for us to run initially is to give parents a voice again um, in the home and community and and really voice regardless of what side of, the, of a subject they might not, might be on that we want to be able to listen um, and use some common sense
0: yeah we have just witnessed a lot of hot topics of the day not thoroughly be discussed and like Chad said not allowing people to bring forward concerns now there's been plenty of discussion at At school board meetings, certainly, but recently the school board changed their policy that unless an an item of discussion is particularly set on the agenda, there's no public participation any longer allowed in Holman. To me, that is a a slap in the face to the people that are paying the tax dollars. The the administrative codes say the school board is a board of the people, and yet you're telling people, hey, unless you want to come to speak about the items we tell you you can speak about, You're not welcome to come speak. You can send us emails, you can do phones, but there's something powerful that you see in the public when the public is allowed to openly declare concerns in front of one another that really is what our country is about. That is what allows people to unite and and discuss things and, and ultimately solve problems that otherwise people don't even know exist. So Chad called me and said, hey, if you run, I'll run. I said I really don't want to run and he said well then you can't complain if you if you don't run. And so I hung up the phone, talked to my wife and we had about a 10 second conversation and and I called Chad back and I said let's let's go try to make an impact for our, for our students and, and help our schools just function better.
1: How can our listeners learn more about you and the campaign?
0: So we both have campaign
2: Facebook pages uh, Chad Uptake for Home and School Board. I believe josh newman for yeah, josh newman for School School Board. School Board, yeah. Um we're also going to be doing a uh, meet the candidate forum date is tentatively set for march 10th at drugens um, or you can reach out to each of us personally through facebook
3: well that's great and uh, i hope that uh, this experience doesn't discourage other citizens from stepping forward to serve in these local governments uh, i've never seen anything like it These are supposedly nonpartisan races. This is politics at its absolute nastiest. And I and I do believe that it also illustrates a problem with the curricula that we're teaching in schools right now, that this is the angle of attack that somebody chooses to divide people based on race. Then it gets reprehensible. Thank you for coming on to the podcast today, and uh, good luck in your races for school board.
1: I'm Jen O'Brien.
3: And I'm Bill Fian. And
1: this was another episode of Fact Check. You can join the conversation on our Facebook group, Fact Check Wisdom with Bill Fian and subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.